We have been taking a closer look at these diesel and unleaded prices overnight. At the terminal gate, we know that we've seen a massive jump just overnight. So as we see these fuel prices that are set to rise up to 25 cents per litre now that that cut to the fuel excise has ended, uh, it was indeed a temporary measure introduced under the former coalition government and it was aimed, well, designed, I guess you'd say, to provide some cost of living relief. Now, one of the major industries, though, that is set to feel the pinch the most, I think, you'd have to say is the transport sector and joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more is the NT Road Transport Association's Louise Bellato. Good morning to you Louise. Good morning Katie. Louise what is the industry preparing for at this point with that excise ending? Well the excise, um, the fuel excise did nothing for the road transport industry as you may have been aware because uh, we lost that well, it was 18.2%. We're actually having reinstated 18.6% fuel tax credit. But the price difference for diesel Mm. was up around 30 cents a litre for the duration. So we were seeking answers to why there was Mm. such a difference between uh, diesel and unleaded uh, whilst the fuel excise was there and got no good answers except that there was a, a, a great demand for diesel from mining and agriculture and uh, you know shipping yep. and as well as the road transport industry so which which told us that the um, you know the fuel companies were making huge amounts of money there so we had no fuel tax credits and we had very high diesel prices now we're going to have even higher yep. diesel prices but we will get the 18.8 cents a litre fuel tax credits for on-road uh, driving. Okay. And so, Louise, talk us through, I mean, I guess for, you know, for a regular person listening this morning, they'll be wondering, like, how much does it even cost to fill up a truck? <laughs> you know, well, I'm imagining yeah. quite bloody expensive. Well, well yeah, I mean, th- these days, uh, trucks usually have um, smaller tanks uh, and fuel up more regularly. But that can be a bit um, hazardous if they're um, having to fuel up in uh, remote locations. Yeah. But they put about 1,200 to uh, 1,400 litres of fuel on. So if you're saying it's you know two dollars, two dollars twenty, yeah. So that's you know three thousand dollars to to fuel up a um, a truck. That is easily. massive. Yeah. Mm. It's a massive amount. Um, So obviously the fuel excise for you guys isn't such a huge concern, but you obviously uh, spoke about, um, you know, the other the other measures for our uh, our road transport industry. At this point in time, like how, you know, how big an impact is this having when it comes to transporting goods in and out of the territory and around Australia? Oh, Katie, it's been uh, massively problematic because there was some real concerns about the financial stress of our road transport industry whilst that fuel tax credit wasn't there because, as I said, the fuel excise did nothing for the road transport yeah. industry. We It had the fuel tax credit removed and we still saw the very high diesel prices. So there was a, a, a significant number of transport operators who were and are, um, you know, very compromised and potentially have gone broke. Uh, we've had other companies who were able to put those fuel levies in place and who were travelling okay because there's so much work on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when there's 
problems with uh, workforce and not being able to get um, sufficient drivers, that proved very problematic. And there's been a number of trucking operators who've just sold up all their gear. They haven't even tried to sell their businesses. They've just sold up and walked away, walked wow. out of the business. Well, because the um, it's it's been so... There's long um, waiting periods to get new trailers and prime movers and uh, so there is a demand for equipment and they've got better prices for uh, second-hand equipment mm -hmm. and it was yeah it was cheaper and easier for them to just pack up and walk away and sell off their gear. Goodness so, me. That, Has that kind of thing happened a, here in the Territory? Yeah we've had, we've had some smaller operators who have definitely sold up a lot of their gear um, and who are intending to, to leave the industry. And a lot of those people were, um, you know, thinking about it uh, before uh, this year, but it's just become more attractive and it's been too expensive to try and operate because if you, everyone wants a backloading rate and we've had this conversation before, yeah. it's, it's rude because the cost of fuel is exactly the same whether you're travelling into Darwin or you're travelling out of Darwin. And a fully loaded road train burns a litre of fuel for every 0.87 kilometres regardless. So it's a, a really compromising um, position that the industry faces when everyone wants cheaper freight costs. And the, the transport cost is the transport cost, mm. and fuel and tyres, etc., all impose huge stresses then on the business. So, Louise, when you talk about uh, you know goods and services, what do you think that we can sort of expect over you know over the coming months, and 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 what can we expect from um, the transport industry? Uh, I think I think we can continue to see that um, those. Bigger companies, you know, the, the, the top end of town will be um, increasing their freight prices. Uh, that's just a given as the, the um, you know, anyone who's borrowing money yeah. for their uh, equipment will have to uh, cover those costs, which are, you know, higher, like everyone has higher mortgage costs. It's the same when you're, you're borrowing money for, um, you know, plant and equipment. And uh, then, as I said, we'll, we will see higher fuel prices um, you've, you've just been talking about it. Yep. The 18.8 cents a litre fuel tax rebate doesn't cover it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so brace yourselves, everyone, for um, higher freight costs, unfortunately. It is tough, isn't it? You know, like it's sort of the, the cost of living for everybody is on the rise and, um, and you know, it's uh, for, for our truckies and for those obviously transporting goods, uh, you can understand if they're paying much higher petrol prices or diesel prices, um, then it is understandable to, that obviously those freight costs are going up. But it just, um, you know, it just means that everybody is sort of feeling the impacts, I think you'd have to say, when it comes to the cost of living and those costs rising. Katie, it's scary, and transport has always been a marginal industry. The profit margins for most of our transport operators, you know, uh, you're lucky if it's 5%. You know, there are other industries that have got very significant, you know, um, percentage profits, so they've got, they've got more buffer, you know, in, the, in their, their, their business models, mm. whereas transport is always been the meat and the sandwich and, as they describe it, a price taker. 
uh, any little change, and you know we've seen it across the board, not just with diesel, but every um, oil and lubricants and filters, and as I said, tyres. So it's it's every aspect of the the transport operation which is costing more money uh, to actually do business. And yeah, um, it doesn't look like there's any relief on the horizon mm-hmm. at all. And uh, you know, we've got the wet season, which is a, you know, standardly a, a slower period for the industry and where there's downturns, etc. So we'll, we will potentially see more of our Northern Territory road transport operators doing it very, very tough. Yeah, wow. Now, um, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard and it's certainly going to be hard for them running their businesses. Um, Louise, earlier this year, obviously, we'd spoken uh, quite a bit about di- the diesel additive AdBlue. Uh, it was quite a topical issue with it running in yes. short supply. What's the latest on that situation? Um, well, the, the uh, federal government has, um, again, given um, monies to uh, manufacturers to... Uh, Manufacture AdBlue in Australia. So uh, we're given assurances that the supply uh, shouldn't be a problem ongoing when the uh, the Brisbane plant closes at the end of the year yep. uh, because there are other manufacturers who are um, uh, manufacturing AdBlue. But the cost of it, which is you know today in Darwin is a dollar ninety five litre for AdBlue, is still um, you know. Last year at this time it was 76 cents a litre. So uh, and and you know when the, there was a, a huge constraint, it went up to you know three dollars a litre in in places. But but there is a a lot more new trucks on the road who all must have add blue, yep. and it's a again another cost impost. And Katie has said th- these things are very hard to absorb. Mm. They have to be passed on. Yeah, well, and this is the thing. I mean, Louise, just based on, you know, the discussion that obviously we've been having this morning, the talk of the petrol prices, you know, the other costs that are associated and the difficulties that the transport industry has got at the moment and there being very small margins as it is. I mean, is there anything that could change in any way that, you know, that might provide some relief or that, you know, that might see things sort of uh, become a bit more positive in this space? Uh, I think uh, if there is any downturn elsewhere, we might see um, uh, increased uh, workforce, or we might have, um, you know, some of the trucks, especially in Western Australia, that have been um, unable to operate because of a lack of the the workforce. Yep. There might be, um, you know, uh, people who are interested in coming into the industry uh, that way, which will uh, certainly help the you know, the civil works projects and the mining uh, projects. And that's a, that's definitely a good thing because the more, um, from our point of view, the more bitumen we've got on road surfaces, uh, the um, more cost-effective is the um, road transport task. Uh, as soon as we're on unsealed roads, you know, we know that yeah. it's at least three times and sometimes uh, a lot more than that to actually operate and to do business. And there's that and many more delays and um, repairs and maintenance costs on our unsealed road networks. You know, it's it's really is ridiculous. It's really uncompetitive uh, trying to actually move freight around the territory on our undersealed road network. Um, yeah. But the one the one positive I can um, mention is that the um, Northern Territory government's uh, 
registration, so road transport road registrations are going up. Uh, on the eastern seaboard under the heavy vehicle national law, those jurisdictions, it's uh, going up 2.75% yep. from the 1st of October. Um, the Northern Territory and Western Australia, thankfully, um, as not part of the heavy vehicle national law, uh, that uh, rise in the Northern Territory is going to be 1.5%. So we've managed to negotiate with the Northern Territory government. They understand the uh, pressures that everyone is experiencing. So registrations on our, our um, heavy vehicles yep. are going up 1.5%, not 2.75%. Well, thankfully. yeah, that is a, a small positive, Louise, by mm. the sounds <laughs> of it. Hey, we always mm. appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having a chat with us this morning and talking us through, you know, how it works for the transport industry when it comes to those petrol prices and various other aspects. Thank you, Katie. Thank you.